Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh, dude. dude, I know your eyes are not working properly. No. Everything is uh, is is blurry to you right now. I hear you're cleaning your glasses many times, but it is Friday morning, so whether your That's eyes true. are working and right it's or a not, long, and it's a long weekend. Happy Friday. Dude, long weekend. I didn't realize until yesterday, yes. so that was a good day. I That's almost the left. best. I almost took today off, yes. and I was like, you know what? But I have too many meetings I have to be in. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Dude, it's it's good. I um I'm working only one day next week. Uh because we're going oh, nice. on our first camping, camping trip. trip. Nice. I'm pretty excited about it, man. I guess I shouldn't say that on the internet. So like, yeah, you'll, if you're listening next week, you'll be back before. Actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back by the time. Don't rob me. Uh please, people. I hope if you're listening you also don't know where I live cuz yeah, that'd he, be weird, but He lives in Scranton, Pennsylvania. On uh, that's right. That's uh, Pine right. Street. Is it Pine Street? I think it's yeah. Pine Street. It's right behind Dunder Mifflin. Is where I live. Yeah, yes. right there. Um, I wonder if that's dude. true. All right. Hey, well, uh, small talk. I know we don't have a ton of time, but are there any new shows you're all about right now, or are you like still re rewatching The West Wing and The Office? Like, where are you at these days, man? New sh- now, no new shows. I don't watch a lot of like. The only time I really sit down and watch TV these days is when I'm going to bed. Um, yeah. And it's been the West Wing for, shoot, I don't know, uh, probably a solid year of West Wing at night. Like, I know I restarted the West Wing at least twice, so it's got to be a while. But I started The Office like three days ago, uh, and I've wow. just, man, I wow. forgot how good it is. It's just it is good, dude. man. It is dude, really good. Dude, yes. dude, dude, hmm. dude, dude. What? 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 We were talking about you living in Scranton, Pennsylvania, which he does. Yes. Uh, and I Google, and I said, you live on Pine Street. Now, uh, sure, Pine Street, Main Street, like they're probably every city has one. Uh, I just Googled Dunder Mifflin Scranton. I'm in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Is it on Pine Street? <clears throat> no. But it is on the corner of Pine and Washington. <laughs> wow. Dude, I bet I it's low the real key building. you it's like knew a, that somehow. No. Wow. Yeah, maybe. That could be true. That is awesome. It's not like the actual. That's awesome. It's just a, uh, whatever you call it. It's not the actual building they filmed in, but that's funny. Weird. Yeah. That weird. is weird. <clears throat> um, uh yeah, man, I'm thinking yeah. what's, the, what's, the only thing what's I was on gonna the docket say, for the, the, the trip. Dude, uh, we're going to, we're camping at the beach, Assateague Island, nice. um, which is, is a national park. And it's, it is, it is. Um, nice. And it's sweet because it's like, there's campsites and there's a few like parks buildings, but otherwise it's totally undeveloped. And where the campsite is is not far from where the bridge is to get back to the mainland, and there's like restaurants and all kinds of stuff there. But oh, cool. I'm just excited to test out the new camper, um, yeah. to have a good time, be at the beach, all of that, to do some fishing. Like the water is going to be super cold, but we'll awesome. probably be, be fine to like step in, you know, and it should be fun. So Dude. I don't know, man. Looking Kicking forward to off it. The summer season. That's exciting. That's I think right. our first camping trip's right. not for a while, which is a little sad, but that's fine. I'll get over it. 
Uh, nice, dude. I know. I know we're we're cut on time, so I say let's dig in. Yes. Uh, yeah. What uh, What have we been talking about, and what are we talking about today, Andrew? Dude, we have been working through the Lord's Prayer, and and we're going to continue to do that today. We've been. Uh, I think we've had three or four episodes at this point. Uh, three weeks. One was like kind of our setup on the posture of prayer that Jesus teaches on before he says, here's how you should pray. Uh, then we did um, like our Father who art in heaven as as an episode and hallowed be your name and your kingdom come. Uh, I think now we're on your kingdom come, your will be done. Uh, if I have that right um, is for what we're going to cover this week. So um yeah, man. Maybe maybe we could open this way. And um, I hope my internet's not glitching, but it was a little slow for me on my end. But um, when you think about the idea of praying, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. What what comes at you? Like, what what are your first thoughts of praying, God, your kingdom come, your will be done? Like, how does that sit with you as you've prayed that in the past or as you think about it now? Yeah, I think this one, this one has layers to it, right? Like mm. depending on how, how long you've walked with God in terms of relationship, um, not just the knowledge of him, um, <clears throat> you know, in, in the midst of that relationship, how often have you chose to take God's will over your own will and practice that discipline like I think as you go through that journey, it, it comes up with different meetings, like your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, like we, we talked last week a little bit about, um, you know, God's proper position and putting him in that, in that place of honor and in that place of control. And this is just the byproduct of doing that. Um, I think oftentimes we all want God's will to be done as long as it aligns with our will. And I think that's the struggle bus that, that oftentimes we find ourselves on. Um, yeah. And it can be a struggle bus. Like it can be extremely difficult to really grieve, uh, that dream or grieve that desire or grieve, um, what you thought, <clears throat> you know, God wanted it. Like, you know, you talk to teenagers, uh, and it was always like, well, I, I want to be, uh, the next whoever a famous gamer is on Twitch or YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, I want to be an artist or I want to be, uh, all these like, lofty lofty dreams um, which are great dreams to have i guess but if like you don't have the skill set for it <laughs> you don't have the bent for yeah. it like um it may, it may never come to be and god may be calling you to something else so letting that dream die uh is like it it's full of grief and you have to feel that grief and understand that grief and work through that grief so you can get to the other side of what god has for you but i, I think it's a lifelong journey of trusting god the lifelong journey of like building up those trust muscles. Um, and the crappy thing is the things that you're giving up today uh, and following Jesus for, and the things that you're going to give up in the future, like they're only going to get bigger from here, right? Like your increased faith is just for bigger things, uh, bigger, scarier, uh, more audacious things that God wants to do in you and through you. Uh, and I think yep. that's that piece. And I think in this section of a prayer, at least in my own life, it, it's not necessarily saying, you know, you God, your will be done though. It's, you know, sure. Probably part of like the equation. It's more of talking through, Hey God, what are the things and what are the, the dreams that I've created, 
um, that you're not in the midst of, that I may even be chasing, and you're asking me to give up uh, for something else, yeah. and they're getting in the way of, right? Like, I think there's dreams you can complete that, um, you know, maybe they don't align with God's exact plan, but God doesn't care. He's okay with you chasing these things. It doesn't impede your ability um, or your path to figure out these other things. Like, those dreams are going to exist. Uh, but yeah. I think when they do get in the way of who he's trying to create you to be, um, you know, character work, like, yeah, like that's a dream that's got to die. And the longer you hold on to it, the longer you feel like you stay stuck in that place. Uh, and it could be a thousand different dreams. And the reality is it could be good dreams, right? Like good, healthy things that you're like, well, of course God would want me to do this. And God's saying, Hey, like, but this is creating dependence on yourself rather than dependence on me. Like you've got to let it go. But those are all my first thoughts. What are you thinking? Yeah, man, that's good. Um, this like, yeah, I hang out. I immediately go to like the your will be done. Um, because it's it's your will, you know? And like you you kind of referenced, it's like, do we actually mean like, let my will be done wrapped in the guise of God's will? Or do we mean like, God, make, make your will align to my will? Um, but I think the, the reason this matters is because it's about like a lot of things, but um, one reason it matters is if we're actually praying this and we're praying, like, God, let your will be done. And maybe you're going into specifics on what that is in your life today, you know? And I have an example I could share about this. Like, if we're if we're praying, let your will be done, then we're doing so from a place of trust, saying, God, your will is better for me than my will, um, and I'm going to submit my will to you, you know? And I'm going to ask you for things. I'm going to say, could this be your will? Would you make this your will? Sure. But it's ultimately about, like, submitting to God's will and plan and goodness in your life, uh, rather than trying to, like, force uh, your own uh best thinking, you know? Um, so dude, I, um, I told you this or, or you knew about this. Like I, I didn't tell many people really just like my wife, parents and you, <laughs> uh, now you're about and, to tell the like, whole world. Now I'm going to tell the world. I'll just tell them a little bit, but like I, so I knew I was going to have to have this, uh, pretty minor surgery, um, sometime in June, uh, I figured it'd be in June, but I was kind of in the wait and see of what it might be. And I think it was earlier this week, Monday, I got a call after getting an MRI, which was like standard procedure before this operation um, to remove this basically lump on my side. Um, and yeah, I got a call on Monday and they're like, this might be a lot more serious than we thought it was. We're having... Uh, somebody who's a cancer cancer expert, check this out. Uh, we don't want to over alarm you, but like we have some concern and we're going to get back to you as soon as we can. <laughs> so then I entered into like 48 hours of no news after that. Um, and I called them the next morning and they're like, yep, we don't have any news for you. Like we'll, we'll let you know when we do. So, and they were nice about it, but you know, that's basically what the message was. So in that, like my, even as soon as I got that news, like Josh, I told you this, but literally when I got that news, um, I was sitting at my desk and the first I was like looking down and then I looked up and there's the the little reminder of the chicken, which, you know, represents for me that like God is faithful. Um, and that was my first thought was like, well, you just showed me a picture of the you, chicken. 
They can't see your chicken. Yeah. So I was letting them know. Yeah, they can't, they can't see the chicken. So I, I held up a picture of a chicken that I put on this wood. I burned it on there. Uh, anyway, like my, my first thing was like, well, I know God's faithful and we'll see what happens. Like, but it's one of these weird things where it's like, I can't control the outcome of this, you know, and I can't like, I'm not going to try to manipulate God by praying, like, just make it happen, save me. And then I'll like, if you do this for me, then I'll like, um, do all these other things to pay you back in life. I used to pray like that when I was a lot younger, I'd pray things like that. God, if you just let me get this A or make the varsity squad or whatever, like I will do all these great things for you later, you know, but like God's not to be negotiated with, um, at least in my experience. So, uh, fast forward to now and just yesterday I did get the call and the lady was so happy to give me a call because she's like, you can have a fun weekend. Like, it's not what we thought it was. Like, it's good. We're just going to remove it. We'll monitor it and test, but um, but we think there's zero cancer in it, which was cool because the first time they called me, it was much more sober and like, hey, w- there really might be something here. We're a little nervous about it. And man, I'll just tell you, like, I it, it was low grade stressful the the waiting, but um, but that reminder right away of like, God, you're faithful, and whatever comes out of this like you're going to be faithful in. And my prayer in this just shifted to like a very sober, like your will, let your will be done. And like my hope and my will is that you would heal me if there is something there and that you'd let them just remove this thing and keep it benign. But but it was a, a real crazy scenario where I'm like, it feels like it might actually be a lot more than I thought. And we might be talking about radiation and surgery or multiple operations and like change in lifestyle and health and all the things that come. But like, for me, I I had an honest prayer the other night and I'm just like, God, like, here's my will. And, and like, please let, let this be your will too. But if not, I'm still going to like praise you, you know, I'm still going to honor you regardless of, of what comes here, whether it is cancer, it's not cancer, like you're going to be good, you are faithful, and I'm going to keep following you regardless, you know? Yeah. And then I got the good news out of the blue that like, yeah, it's not that, it's just a more minor operation, which won't be that fun, but it, I'm going to be thankful that's all it is because it could have been a lot worse. And uh, and I'm just going to treat it as like God healed me, you know, because in my mind, I'm like, this was uh, a lot worse. And then uh, came to find out in good news that it's not. But but it, like having a level like I used to pray and, and say, God, if you give me this thing, I'll do all these great things for you in the future. I used to try to negotiate God's will that way. I don't think that's the intent of this, like, God, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. It's about submission, man. It's like, God, your will is better than my will could be. I'm not going to try to influence you. We talk a lot about prayer and we talk about being honest with God of like, here's what I hope happens. Here's my desire and my wants, but your will be done. You know, like I'm going to, I'm going to follow you regardless. I'm going to submit to you regardless in this because you know better than I do. So anyway, man, that's, that's my long, <laughs> long winded first, second and third thoughts, I guess. Um, 
about are you a couple then, of things yeah are you uh yeah. are you gonna get it in like a test tube kind of thing and put it on your desk as a reminder that god <laughs> is faithful you're the chicken uh, I, I don't know you didn't I'm even say what it was for a picture which is so sad because like, it's funny what yeah. it is but uh, <laughs> i'll tell that story later uh, you have to, tell, you have to come back to you have it. to come back to this yeah. jesus life once yeah. it gets it removed and he can That's share right. it with the world. He'll post it to our Instagram page that we never post to. Uh, yeah. It'll be the one post. Yeah. No, I, I used to do yeah, similar man. things. Like I remember in the middle of hockey games and you let in a bad goal and you're just yes. like, God, yes. I would be the best Christian in the entire world if you just give me like 15 more good, just simple, easy shots so I can yes. get my stats back up. Uh, it wasn't even about yeah. winning the yeah. game. It was just right. like Josh's right. stats have to look good on paper. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I get those. And, and I think a lot of us, a lot of us start there. And um, I think that submission piece of, of who God, letting God be in control. It's just as you were talking this last prayer, life, it reminds me of, you know, Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane right before he goes to the cross, you know, he's in great mm-hmm. anguish for what's about to happen to the point where, you know, it's like blood droplets falling from his head. And uh, that's the prayer. He's like, God, if there's any other way, take this cup from me, but if not, your will be done. And uh, mm. you know, it, easier prayer to say than to believe, but, um, you know, a, a journey nonetheless. And, and I think a good sign for you, um, as you're listening, like if, if you're finding yourself in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of stress, um, I would say 90% of the time, um, it's coming from your, it's coming from your desire to control. Um, yeah. right. Like I don't like for Andrew's example, like Andrew had absolutely zero control over the situation. Um, no. And he could have sat in the midst of the anxiety of that because he couldn't control it. Um, and I think oftentimes that's where we find ourselves is, God, I'm, I, I need you to intervene in whatever this is, um, but I have no mm-hmm. control over it because I have no control over it. I have great fear around it um, mm-hmm. in all reality. Like those are the moments that God's like, I, I get it. Turn to me. Like, I get it, mm-hmm. but but like, let me be your refuge. I get it, but let me be your place of peace. I don't want yeah. you to do this on your own. And I think it's in those moments that, that we grow the most, right? Like, you know, you're not going to grow when things are great. That's just the reality of life. You're going to yeah. grow when there's stresses, yeah. when there's when there's things that God is trying to cut out, right? Like you, you think of John, John 15, when Jesus talks about the vine and pruning the vine, like this is that pruning process as we abide in him and walk with him. It's cutting those things out of our lives that, that are keeping us from fully experiencing who he is. Like you just think of, of Jesus's life. Um, let me see if I can find the verse really quick. I don't know what it is. It's the beginning of John somewhere. Uh, John, John five nineteen. I hopefully this is it. I should probably read it before I read it out loud, but that's fine. Uh, Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> You're gave committed. Him, yeah, Jesus gave him this answer. Very truly, I tell you, uh, the son cannot do anything. Sorry, cannot do nothing by himself. He can only do. He can o- do only. Man, he can do only. I told you, my eyes are jacked today. Uh, what he yeah. sees the father doing, because whatever the mm. father does, the son does also. Like here is Jesus's life completely aligned with the will of God, uh, mm-hmm. right? God the Father, and it's the same thing that Jesus desires of our life. Like, and you look at him like, well, then I'm just a slave to him. You're like, yeah, that's what Paul talked about over and over again. Like, that's the point. Um, but it's not that you're a slave to him out of your own. It's willing like the, submission, right? It's, yeah, it's it, not 
it's not even that though. Like where you find the full life in this life, where you find a life that matters and a life of meaning and a life of purpose, where you're able to take your last last breath and say, "Man, Jesus, what a ride!" That lives in doing the will of the Father. Like that lives with with aligning our lives with the the way that God wants us to align it. Um, and as difficult as that process is, and it is difficult, right? Dying to self is hard. Um, like this is what God has asked us to do, and this is where we find the best full life we could possibly have if we choose to say, "Your will be done, God," instead of my own. Um, like you're in control here, and I get to be the vessel of that control. Um, yep. You know, playing itself out at least in this life or in my life in my sphere of influence. Um, and then the impact that you get to see, you get enough people lined up uh, under that banner moving in the same direction as God is is directing paths, like you're going to see some pretty crazy things accomplished. Um, and then you're going to see God, you know, what Jesus said, like, you're going to do greater things than even I with the spirit. Mm. Like now you're going to see um, some crazy things start happening because everyone, instead of doing what they want, um, they're doing what God wants and aligning themselves with that. But that's a journey. It's a process. Like it doesn't happen yeah. overnight. No, not at all. And and I'll probably have things crop up in my life where I immediately jump to stress and trying to control and saying, like, let my will be done. God, I'll negotiate this thing, you know, that feels equally goofy as hockey stats when I look back at it 20 years later. Um, but, like, that's the growth process, right? It's like, it's not a, it's not an overnight transformation, at least in not, not in my life, of, like, Suddenly, you have great faith and and will uh, and desire to submit to God's will, knowing that all the best things in life come out of that. When you do, um, dude, that takes time and takes repetition, takes effort, um, and getting it wrong to get it right later. Um, I don't know. I and I didn't. I just wanted to share that story because that's like so fresh in my life this week that it's like, man, like I don't know. Thank you, God, for letting your will be uh, much less bad than I expected it was, <laughs> you know? Um, and, dude, I'll tell you the one daunting thing about that Monday morning before I even got that first call and had the idea. Um, I was reading through Luke and thinking about how, um, like, the the moment where uh, Jesus tells Peter, like, Satan's requested to... Uh, test you to sift you like wheat. And um, like I've said, yes, but don't worry, I prayed for you, like that you would have faith to return later after being tested. And then that was stuck in my mind. And I'm like, crap, or am I about to be like sifted like wheat uh, in this? Like, is this going to be a terrible multi-year experience? I'm like, maybe, I don't know, maybe. But anyway, man, like, yeah, I, I think... The the big thing is it's super easy to go to stress and super easy to go to a desire for control when the unknowns of life hit you. But man, Jesus talked a lot about anxiety. He talked a lot about worry. He talked a lot about control. Um, he talked. He he taught like um, you know like. God clothes the birds of the air, the flowers of the field, and feeds the birds of the air. Um, you're more important than them. Like, don't worry about tomorrow because you can't control it anyway. Like, you can't even change the color of one of the ha hairs on your head. But yeah. God knows the num the number and could if He wanted to. You know, like Jesus taught a lot about worry. He taught a lot about control, and and He demonstrated a lot about submitting to God's will, God the Father, um, and living that out 
for us to do the same thing. Like it wasn't on accident that he lived the way he lived. You know, it was like, this is how you should live as a human following God's will. Like try to live in the way like me, try to, try to demonstrate life the way I did, um, the way Jesus did when he was here on earth as one of us. So yeah, man, like, but it's hard because you can know this stuff in your head. Uh, you can know the Lord's prayer and have prayed it a thousand times growing up in church or just in your normal life. But the moment something hits and you're like, oh, my will is this, and I don't think that's God's will in this, um, that's where kind of the rubber meets the road. And for me, that happens fairly often in life. This is just one example (laughs) of recently where it happened, uh, where my first temptation was like, I'll promise you these things in the future if you just heal me in the present, you know? Yeah. And and I don't think that's how God wants us to operate. Yeah. yeah. And I think too, like, this is a journey, right? Like it's a journey of growth. Um, you're going to have small steps that they're going to feel big now that you're going to laugh at later um, because of the, the different steps you're going to run into. But like, this is, this is the growing process. Um, you want to see more of Jesus's attributes in your life, your ability to love God deeper, your ability to love others more, like those things to be true. Like, You've, you've got to go through this, these difficult seasons where this is tested. And even in testing, like rem, remind yourself in the midst of it, testing doesn't last forever, uh, but testing is important mm-hmm. for our growth. Um, you know, faith doesn't actually grow in testing. Perseverance does. Um, so this is why when things are good and things are great, you should be learning how to foster better relationship with God and more dependence on God and, and creating that dependence. I think so often in our lives, we... Um, the reality of Americans is we can, we can survive without God in this life, right? Might not be the perfect life. Might not be a great life. We can survive though. We can put food in our table. We can put a roof over our head. We can have a job. Most of us have cars, all those things. Like we're, we're extremely rich individuals. Um, and we don't need God. We don't need God to survive. Um, so as Americans, the, the difficult and, and hard parts are we have to create dependence on God. This is why things like fasting become so important is we have to force ourselves to depend on God. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to choose not, we have to choose one thing over another. If that's giving away more money than you usually give away, um, as an act of sacrifice, sacrificial giving, right? Like we think of the woman uh, at the temple courts that gave everything that she had out of her poverty, uh, where others give out of the, you know, abundance. Um, like that's going to create a dependence on God. God, I needed that for this, but I'm giving it to you, right? Like you're creating that dependence on God um, in the good seasons. Because once testing starts to show up, faith ain't increasing in the midst of testing. You have what you have to go through it mm-hmm. and to hold on to, to that faith and, and who God is and, and try to, to reach back out to him. But like testings are, testing is hard. Um, testing doesn't increase faith. So when life is good, you should be, man, you should be increasing that faith. You should be yeah. increasing that independence. Yeah. You should be increasing um, your time with Jesus and practicing those those disciplines mm-hmm. um, to foster relationship, not just to practice tasks and, and to complete them. Um, so when the testing does come, and it will come for all of us, um, like you're able to handle it with stride. Um, you're able to work through it. You're able to come back to Jesus in the midst of it because you you have those habits um, and let him be your place of peace. Um, even if it's just for that moment and then you're back into battle, that's fine. Um, but that's that's the world that's that's the world that's been created for us to live in. Um, and I think it's mm-hmm. it's huge. But <clears throat> I think all that to say, I say this too. Like your your growth through these seasons. 
uh, isn't just for your own ability to survive this life better, to do more yeah. things for the kingdom. Yeah. It's for the people around you, right? Like it's the impact that you're going to have on them. You're going to bring better relationships. Um, you're going to be better love. You're going to be more grace um, to those relationships. Um, like you're just going to be a better person all around. They're going to see your faith. And it's going to encourage them. Like there's people that are following my life right now from afar. Like I don't get to see day to day. Um, but my faith as I'm sharing it with them and trying to be intentional in sharing it with them. Um, like they're, they're getting to see that and they're, they're coming back to God. Um, and those things are playing themselves out. Like it, it, the growth that God wants to do in you isn't just for you. So when you don't do it, um, you choose my way rather than your way, God. Um, when we choose that, like there's others around you that are missing out on it as well. Um, and at some point, you know, God's going to use a different method to get their attention and he's going to move on from you. Yeah. Not on forever, not like, hey, I'm done with you and you're useless to me, but like, you know, he still has a will that's being played out and he's giving you opportunity to be a part of that journey and, and to feel the blessings of that journey. And you have a choice to say your will be done or to say, you know, God's will be done. Um, and that's this piece I think Jesus is reminding of, uh, us of, of how important it is for us to say, you know, God, let your will be done here. Like, you've got to remind yourself daily um, that this is why I'm here on earth. This is what I'm trying to do. I want to, I want a life of meaning and impact. It's not going to be on my own shoulders. Like God's thoughts, God's ways are so far beyond our ability to comprehend. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what we get to tap into when we choose his will over our will. But any, any final yeah. thoughts, Andrew? Yeah, man, just uh, that, that what you were talking about, I think, you know, that, that we haven't mentioned it much, and maybe we'll come back into this a little bit, but, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that last part. Like, I think uh, when we're leaning into God's will and following in obedience and taking the next right step in our own walk of faith uh, with Him, it does benefit everybody around us. Um, and it is maybe the way that God's kingdom comes um, it, to those around us as well as us. You know, it's not it's not just obedience for like, I want Josh and Andrew to have better head and heart knowledge of who I am, but it's like, as they obey, as they follow me, as they take the next right steps in their faith walk with me, like, then uh, those around them are benefited. Like those around them maybe see God's will expressed to them as a result of that obedience. So I don't know, man, it's a little bit, a little bit mysterious, but it's definitely true that it's not just for your personal benefit when, uh, when you're taking the next step in faith and in relationship with God. Um, so anyway, man, it, it definitely benefits those around you to do that. And Honestly, last thing I'll say is when we can submit our will to God's will, um, it does take the stress off. Uh, Gianna, uh, my wife, is a therapist, and one thing that she talks a lot about with pe people and uh, has talked with me in the past is like, what can you control? Can you control that thing you're stressing about? It's a simple question, but like, do you actually have any control in that thing that's stressful for you? Um, a lot of the times the stressful stuff is because you don't. And when you, when you recognize, hey, I have no control about this, um, the one thing you can always do is pray. And if, you, if you're a follower of Christ, you can believe like your will 
God is higher than all things. You know, go back to the last mm-hmm. episodes we've we just covered. Um, your will is higher. You do have control. You do have authority over all things. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's not that much I can truly control. Um, there's a whole lot. There's everything you can control. So um, prayer is an answer, and prayer is is a really good answer when you recognize, like, this thing is stressing me out. I'm scared about it. I want it to go one way, but I have no way to know if that's going to go that direction or not. And I just don't have any influence over it. I have no control of this. Like, man, that's the time to pray. Um, that's the time to pray first and then uh, talk with somebody who loves loves God and loves you in that order next. Like, don't, don't suffer in silence and don't mm-hmm. uh, stress in silence. You know, like... Mm-hmm. Put that in front of God as your first step, and then put it in front of somebody who who loves God and loves you uh, as your next step. And uh, and in that, you'll find at least a release or at least a acceptance of like, yeah, I can't really control that thing. I can pray to the God who does, but mm-hmm. um, but that's my answer, you know. And then I'll trust that His will will be done in it. So. Well, Those the other are my benefit, final thoughts, man. Yeah. And the other benefit of, of sharing it with your community around you, right? This is what God designed. This is how he designed it yeah. to work. Like oftentimes when you're in the midst of the hardest trials and you're in the midst of those moments where you really are struggling to believe um, and to keep faith, like it's in those moments that oftentimes we hear God the least because we're so distracted by that one thing that's right in front of us. And this is where community comes into into play because there's a really good chance they're going to be the voice of God for you. Um, and you're going to hear something that you're not hearing uh, when you're on your own. And that's going to, uh, that's going to pull you out of it. That's going to give you a different perspective. That's going to uh, change your <clears throat> uh, approach to it all. Um, doesn't mean it changes the circumstances that you're in the midst of, but it is going to change the, uh, the way that you view it. Um, and now, you know, you have more ability to overcome and persevere than you did before because someone spoke something into you. So this is why community is so important and we need it. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, the, the reality is, is you're going to face hard things. And, you know, the next part of this is, uh, you know, next week we'll talk about, you know, give us today our daily bread and, and what does that look like yep. as God provides and all those yep. things. Um, but I, I think this too, cause I've been on this journey for a while, you know, since my dad passed away in la- last August, um, and yep. you know, doing anything and everything I could think about or pray through to get him sa- like to save his life. Um, and none of it worked. Um, but even in the midst of that, like I think there's a piece of faith and a piece of why we don't see miracles today um, in this is the fact that we still try to control every situation. We still try to do it on our own. We haven't developed the faith muscles that we need um, to actually have faith that God is going to intervene. Like it's just something we say and it's not something we believe or feel. And I think there's there's something in all of that. Um, I keep coming back to like Jesus telling us you're going to do greater things than I. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the <clears throat> looking at God's conversation now, I'm going a whole nother gear. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. looking at God's kind of like John 17 is an inside view of Jesus's prayer to the father. Like it's like that place. It's like a conversation you're not supposed to hear or see. <laughs> and we get an opportunity to, to, and I think it's, it's powerful. Um, the things that he asks, the things that he prays for, for his disciples, uh, for you and me, the, the people that are going to believe one day, like that's, that's how he references us. Like, man, this is just after he said, like, you're going to do greater things than even I, uh, and I think a big piece of that is the fact that um, the fact that we don't um, 
have the faith muscles developed and faith faith is the currency of the kingdom right it's the thing that we get to see so many things accomplished and done um andrew's gonna have to bail on us andrew my buddy my friend stoked of the good news stoked that god provided thanks man uh yeah enjoy thanks, enjoy man. the little ones uh did you say it was gymnastics yeah. gymnastics class yeah. gymnastics all right Brother, uh, thanks for this good conversation. Sorry, I got to jump earlier, okay. uh, early. You should continue down that line that faith is the currency of the kingdom because you're on a good tangent. So keep it going. I will. See, you, buddy. Um, and it's it's not a matter of like I don't want to get into prosperity gospel, hyper charismaticism. Like I'm not. Like I think there's a healthy balance where we don't try to manipulate the Spirit of God, um, but we also walk with the Spirit of God and let Him direct our paths, right? Jesus tells us that the Holy Spirit is coming and He's going to be our helper. Um, you know, not not that long ago, like I spent a fair amount of time just confessing of like, you know, I'm a, I'm a Southern Baptist raised kid. The Spirit was not a part of the Trinity that we ever talked about we ever interacted with, we ever did anything. You know, we'd talk about the spirit of God, but we wouldn't talk about the spirit being a person and one that we can interact with. Um, and you know, I did a fair amount of confessing through that journey. Um, and I don't know where I'm landing on all this. I'm trying to stay conservative as I possibly can. Um, one, because that's my upbringing and two, I don't want to get to that place of manipulation of, of God or trying to manipulate God. Like he's pretty big. He's not going to be manipulated, but um, but I, I still believe that there's something here and I, and I believe that, um, faith has to be increased. And the only way faith is increased is one, we choose to walk with Jesus, create dependence on Jesus. So we can see that faith increased. We have to go through the hard trials. Um, so that faith can be, uh, persevered. Um, and then we can get to the other side of it, different change people. Um, and that faith is just going to be that much greater uh, when we come out of it. Um, not because of the time in it, but, um, the fact that we persevered through it. Uh, and I think there's that piece that's at play here that we often miss of like, we don't talk a lot about faith, not in the sense of like, what are we believing to exist that doesn't exist right now? Or what are we believing is true, whether we see the the proof, the physical proof of it or not? Um, and God's walking me through a journey right now where I felt like he gave me a dream and um, whether that dream comes to flourishing in the way that I thought it would or it doesn't, I, I don't think it really matters. It's the journey that God has me in in the midst of this. And there's been hard days and then there's been great days. And there's been this swinging back and forth as my spirit tries to control God's spirit, right? Um, and you live in this, this moment, but if you keep pursuing God in the midst of it, I think we start to come out on the other side of it. And he gives you those little, those little moments. Like I was praying yesterday as I was coming home from a meeting early in the morning. And, um, I just felt like God say, trust me, like, just trust me. That's all. I'm, I'm just asking you to trust me. Um, I've got this. Um, it may not look like you, you think it's going to look, but I've got this, trust me. Um, and that's that piece of like, you need those moments, um, to keep going, to keep persevering in difficult seasons. But you also, uh, need those moments to remind you of things that are true, right? Like it's not your kingdom come, your will be done, God, because I don't think you're going to have what's best for me. Um, but God, your will be done anyways. No, he says he works things out for the good of those who love him, um, right? Like you're a part of the equation. Um, you love him. He's trying to work things out for your best and for the good of the kingdom. Um, he's going to work all those things out in perfect harmony because that's what he does. Um, but 
us giving up control is going to feel like loss. It's okay. Um, grieve it, but move on from it. Don't sit in the midst of it. Um, don't let it control your life. Like once grief starts to control your life, you're in, you're in pretty rough shape. Um, bring your community around you, like Andrew said, to talk through these things and, and hear different perspectives. Um, ask for that help, right? If you're going to your community, don't just say, hey, I need you to listen to me. I need you to speak into this too, because I'm not sure um, what the right path is or what the right direction is, or am I um, uh, persevering correctly through this? Um, or am I just, you know, choosing not to embrace it or believe it. I'm just trying to like forget about it. And that's how I'm persevering. That's not helpful either. Like you've got to wait in the midst, the midst mess of it all. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping this isn't all over people's heads because like, this is something I'm actively learning. Like faith is, is the currency of the kingdom. Like I'm actively learning all these things. And oftentimes when you're actively learning these things and you haven't mastered them, um, they can be extremely confusing to other people looking in. Um, I get that. Um, I'm hoping that's not how this is coming across. And I hope Andrew's steps that, that he gave us um, are, are great practical first steps. Um, but don't let that to be the end of it. And that's the beauty of this journey with Jesus is though you feel like you've you've conquered something, like there's there's 17 other plateaus that he's asking you to conquer as well. Um, once, but you don't see those plateaus until you conquer this one. Um, and these aren't, that can be overwhelming. Like growth can be overwhelming at times. That's not the point of what I'm trying to say, but like, there's so much more growth that God wants you to do. There's so much more mystery of who he is. He wants to reveal to you, but you've got to figure out these little things to see those things. Right. And they all build on each other. Um, he can't drop you, you know, you know his ways and, and his thoughts are greater than your ways and your thoughts. That's true. They'll always be true. But he does give us a little bit more perspective of those things. But we don't get to understand that if we're not doing the little things he's asking us to do now. And here's my guess. As we started to talk about this topic, and, and even if, as Andrew just reading these verses, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And this is in Matthew 6, by the way. I don't think we ever referenced it today. Um, my guess is there's something that popped out in your mind. There's something that the, the spirit prompted in you that, that you need to wrestle with and that you need to think about and that you need to go to God and talk to God about. Um, and as you've talked to God about those things, then you need to go to your community as well and talk to your community about these things because that's how God has created this to work. Um, and I think in the midst of that, you're, you're going to be giving up some things here in the near future um, if you're willing to lean into that stuff. But I promise you on the other side of that grief, on the other side of that loss, on the other side uh, where you get to experience a, a new way of life um, that you weren't experiencing before, it's going to be worth it. Um, and I don't say that as hopeful, um, though there's plenty of hope in that statement. I say that as, as someone that's experienced it, right? Like I, I started to lean into God in a different way and in a relational way um, at a much higher level four years ago. Um, and I am a completely different person today and how I love. I'm completely different person today and how I interact with people. Don't get me wrong. I have a long ways to go. Um, but you ask those closest to me that gets to do life with me and, and I'm different. I just am. Um, and that's because I, I chose to say, God, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, you're in control. I'm going to try to follow your lead. And there's days I do it well. There's days that I don't. And I don't say this to all boasts. I say this to give you hope of if you, if you just trust him, just trust him, just trust him that he's got you, that he has your best interest, that it's going to be okay. It's not going to turn out the way that you thought your life may be completely different, but it is going to be full of meaning, full of purpose, full of impact. 
And that's what we all want. Um, at least we hope that's what we all want. Uh, if you're on this Jesus journey, I would assume that's true of you as well. But whatever that thing is that God's prompting your mind, talk to him about it. Um, talk to your community about it, like Andrew said. Uh, and I think there may be something to this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debtors, our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. You can message us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can just visit us at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. But seriously, thanks for listening.